Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Coco Caliente. Wow. Ooh, I got into that. That was nice. That was horribly intense, but man, I felt it. I'll tell you what. Um, so Amazing Race is over. We're done with our recaps with the Amazing Race. And I appreciate everybody that hung on throughout that. And if, if you watched the show, thank you. If you didn't, I'm sorry. But now <laughs> we're going to go back to our normal programming. Uh, and in lieu of or in light of or however phrasing you want to use, Big Brother is on. Yeah, it is. Um, so we're going to start talking a little bit Big Brother. Yes. Um, and not necessarily like... I mean, I'm not so keen on like doing recaps on Big Brother or anything like that. Nicole, she was thinking about it. I don't know if she's going to do it. It's on the table. So if I'm you just guys- trying to figure out our scheduling, um, like because I know the uh, house guests get evicted on Thursday, and so I was like thinking, well, maybe I can get the evicted house guest for like 20 minutes, like to open up the show, but or um, to close the show, or to close the show. Yeah, and. I just don't know if we'll ha- when we'll have to push the release of the show back till. So I'm trying to get all the scheduling figured out. Yeah, so if you guys really want that to happen, just reach out to Nicole on the Coco Caliente page. Let her know that's something you really want to do. But we're not going to dedicate our entire show to Big Brother. That's just we want to keep our show how it was, bring guests and have me and Nicole and talk but different topics. But they'll probably be Big Brother guests too. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, season. always, yeah, yeah, always. Yeah. But like we had Paul, we didn't talk Big Brother the whole time. Right. We want to give you guys insight on things that are more than just uh, just like the show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like our regular mm-hmm. programming wasn't dedicated to right. a specific show. It just so happens that we were on The Amazing Race and it worked out that way for us because, you know, if you're listening to us, we're assuming that you're intrigued with what we do. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Uh, since Big Brother is on, we wanted to give you guys a little flash to the past uh, to some very interesting, very loving, and I think... Like the America's favorite. America's favorite. They love them, Jeff and Jordan. Uh, this is one of my favorite episodes. We've, we have uh, we uh, taped it... In Colorado. In Colorado a long, 
a it's long like a, time. A couple months ago. Yeah, so we've been sitting on it, but I just love it because there's I love them. And, and it's hilarious. And like for those of you who don't watch Big Brother, this is not going to be like a Big Brother nope. uh, conversation with them at all. It's really about their lives and what they do and how they even got into reality TV, X, Y, Z. Very interesting, very funny. We find out how much we have in common. Yes, we have a lot of stuff in common, and I, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy the episode. Yes. What was that? <laughs> so that, that beep. It sounded like I swore. You're going to need that button. <laughs> so you can swear if you want. Um, <laughs> shut your... No. <laughs> You're going to hear a lot of that during the... Sorry. Do no, your you're good. You're good. This is awesome. Uh, so we have two very lovely guests. I know I always say special guests. I'll say we have two lovely guests today. Uh, some would consider them legends, right, in their own right. In the, uh, <laughs> Jordan's like... Yeah. BB, uh, Big Brother world. I say they're uh, everybody's favorite. They, you guys are awesome. So Jeff and Jordan. Uh, yeah, man. We're old school. Let's put it that way. Old school, yes. Yeah. And we're at their beautiful home uh, here in Denver, Colorado. Uh, you might hear a little laundry, kids in the background. This is real home life living. Do you want me to turn that off? Yeah, oh, we yeah, should turn can. that off. Okay, that's sorry. Good. But yeah, that's how we do it. And when oh. we sit down, just while Jordan's doing that, every time we sit down, we're like, let's watch our favorite show or let's watch this. She runs the dishwasher. Like, what, what are we doing? Like, could you run that like before? <laughs> The I most have, inopportune time to do yes. things. I have an OCD problem when it comes to laundry. And I didn't even up. notice that it was on. Me, well, I just, I just heard in the background. Me and Nicole have have a problem with laundry in the house. Piling up. Well, it's 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 really. I that, don't know what he's gonna say. It's really that I go to the gym, oh. right? And then she's like, "How do you go through so much clothes?" He changes his clothes like yes. four times a day. I, like, do, I have the same problem. It's so annoying. It's uh, oh. <laughs> We got boxers, sweatpants, shorts, a shirt. Yeah, we know what clothes are. So, it's not like you're no, washing them I'm on I'm just a, saying. And then board. you have like your bands, whatever they are. I don't know if you put them on your arm or something. And he hangs them oh, over. Oh, sweatpants? First of all, no, I don't. Those white, the white things. Like that, the sleeve? tight things. That oh, you have. like the First, Under Armour things? Go find one right now. I've never used no, one of those. No, they're like white and they're tight. <laughs> I don't know what they are. And then anyway, so I I have like go where, he hangs Where did you get that from? Were you watching a commercial? No, he hangs it over the shower and I have to go in there and the clothes are soaking wet and then I have ugh, it's annoying. Yeah, no, Victor does has so much laundry, I just give up. I'm like, you do it. No, and then I do it. And then after I start doing it, she's like, you're doing it wrong. Don't use the Tide Pod. Yeah, it uses all the good stuff for like the towels. It's like you save those for the why good ha- clothes. Why have it's the Tide Pod if you're not going to use the Tide Pod? Let's not even buy them then. No, don't use them on the... Oh, you guys are on your way. Trust me. You sound exactly <laughs> like us. I do my laundry completely different than Jordan. And I do my own laundry too sometimes because it, it builds up. First of all, you... You're not going down to the creek and washing it on a rock. <laughs> you put it in the laundry and it's done. She doesn't bleach any of the whites. I can separate my yes, whites. Yes, I do. I started doing it because you, you I don't know just how got to mad do that. And then the way she folds it, I don't like it either. <laughs> I, if she folds it, I undo it because she folds it down the middle. So this you is like a nice big in crease half. in the yeah, middle. Yeah, and there's a line right down the middle. I appreciate it, but I have two of the boys at home, it. and I could care less how he likes his laundry folded. It's if you want it done, I'm going to fold it my way, and yep. if you're going to gripe about it, you can just this is very therapeutic. Do your own. I like that. You know, I, I love, I love. We've only done the 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 four people like couple and couple twice, type. and I love it because we get this whole guy guy girl girl oh. understanding, and then everything comes out. It's a nice open film. <laughs> 
And this is just, just the think beginning. Completely different than we do. What'd you say? Men think completely oh, yeah, different than how sure. we do. Oh yeah. If I, and I yeah. like when I wear clothes, like if I don't get it really dirty, I'll just hang it back up. I don't know why you guys gotta wash everything. I just like I, a nice shirt, like it'll shrink and it will deform. I don't. I don't. I don't. Oh, okay. I don't wash everything either, oh, especially okay. like jeans or something. I really wait a long time. I heard you're not supposed to wash your jeans. You're not. Yeah. By the way, that's my son, our son in the background, and he's yeah. watching a movie, but he's excited. <laughs> Madagascar. Yes. Very happy. <laughs> yeah. Just so you know what that is. Coco Caliente is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills, which for you, Nicole, that's perfect because what's something that you've been talking about you want to learn more? Uh, I want to learn how to take better photography. So you can take classes in everything from photography to creative writing to design to productivity and more. So it's like one of those things, continuing learning is the best thing that you can do. And especially if you, there's some passion of yours that you want to get better at, I mean, Skillshare is the way to go. Uh, and so, yeah, that's Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering Coco Caliente listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash Coco. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash Coco to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash Coco. Okay, so you... For people who don't know, which everyone will know who you guys are, but just like let's talk about your background for a minute. Um, Jeff, you were America's favorite on season eleven. Yes. Okay, and then you played season thirteen. Yes. And Jordan, you guys met on season eleven, and Jordan won. Yes. And then you played thirteen again. Yes. So you guys, so both seasons, you guys played together. Right. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So they. So the first season we met, we obviously mm-hmm. didn't know each other, and then right after that, we did the Amazing Race, oh, like you guys did. So we did it like between. a month after, right? And then so you we get had, off Big Brother in September, and I think we went on the Amazing Race. It's Thanksgiving, right? Was when we left. I don't know. November. I was the story. You interrupted me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, but then I was just going to say, so they brought us back for season 13 because mm-hmm. it was a couple season. So oh, if anyone yeah, yeah. knows, like Brendan and Rachel, they yeah. brought them back, and then Dick and Danielle. Mm-hmm. So it was six people who did it in the past and seven newbies. That's, what, that's how the season lined up that yeah. year. And I think, if I remember right, we, it was like last minute because I didn't want to do it again. Because yeah. it's so stressful. I remember you, you guys saying know. That. And you already yeah. won, so you're kind of just like, eh. Like. Yeah, I didn't care. And mm-hmm. I was just knew how it would be. And then I was like, if there's new people, it's going to be even harder. Mm-hmm. And um, I felt like I cried all the time on season 13, and I just was not happy. Yeah. And the only reason why I did it is because Jeff's like, come on, do it. Do yeah. it with me because he's so competitive. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I want to try to win, which... You know, you're honestly, never gonna win. You know, I'm like still sour. He's about so season thirteen. No, no, no. About that, I've never won. Oh. Like we were an amazing race. We did Big Brother twice. I had three chances. Yeah. <laughs> I told him to get over it. I'm like, you're like forty. And First of all, like, get over it. You Maybe won okay. when you were 22. I can't believe I couldn't take one of those shows down. It's still. Bo- you never will. Like, for, I'm sorry, but people <laughs> like you and Victor. Yeah. You're considered strong competitors. Like me, I was basically like I was dead in season 11. I didn't do anything. That's a great strategy. And I'm telling you, that's what you have to do because everybody underestimates you. Yes, and everybody's like, I'm going to get out the threat. I'm going to get out the big buff guys or like the guys that are athletic. And I'm not going Mm -hmm. to um, worry about people like us. And you crushed it. 
What did you were on three times, right? No, just twice. Twice. But so you won second your second time. time. Yeah, but you're yeah. smart and you won when you needed to win and you were good at the competition. So my strategy is play dead as long as you can and then uh, win in the end when you can. I did I did kind of play dumb though my second time because I knew what else was I supposed to do. Play nice. Like I yes. was nice on the first season and kind of played dumb like I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it, it's crazy how it kind of all comes together. Right. And they won, yeah. and we were favorites. Yeah. I'll take it. I swear. At least it gives, it gives me a nice feeling inside. That's, you know what? When it was all said and done, I was like, yeah, whatever. They like me. Yeah. <laughs> it does make me feel good. Because a lot of those people, especially being part of the show and working on the show for so many years after that, mm-hmm. I see what a lot of people go through. I oh, see what yeah. their personality was like on the show, and I can't imagine dealing with what they have to deal with outside. I mean, we get comments, and we were... Like you said, favorites, and we still get negative comments till this day. Mm -hmm. You know, which is crazy. Like, what what have those people been doing with their lives that they're still negatively commenting? I mean, the same (laughs) stuff comes up every. I don't want to like rehash the past, but the same things come up as soon as Big Brother comes on. It like I get clown shoe. Mm -hmm. I get every. It's like I got to block so many people. It's like, Mm -hmm. what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, what's your life? So (laughs) I do feel for a lot of the people, and like even. when I get off and do interviews like this, I'm yeah. always like, listen, guys, it's a game. Yeah. Even the people that I didn't like on my season, I'm like, I, we definitely reconciled. It's mm-hmm. a game. This isn't their life. Please be kind to right. them when they get yeah. outside the show. And, and something else, we, I mean, we, there's a lot of similarities between you guys and us, right? So Big Brother, Big Brother, Amazing Race, yeah. Amazing Race, right. Engaged in the House. Engaged yes. in the House. Yeah, that's right. that is weird. <laughs> I forgot about that. That is. That's true. We're just trying to be like you guys. No. <laughs> well, well, you better get going because we got two kids screaming in the background. <laughs> you better that's get so busy. funny that we have so many similarities. No, but it is bizarre. But you mentioned the other side of things. So you like worked for CBS doing the interviews and stuff. How right. was that? Well, like first, on the other- before okay. that. No, no, that that you're that. I'm trying to right. learn how to transition. Like he's normally the good transition. No, 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 you're yeah. doing great. You're no, doing great. great. <laughs> but but I think interesting is how did you even get that job? So what happened was when I was uh, I was before Big Brother. I was I went to L.A. I don't know if you guys know the whole story. When I was mm-hmm. 24 and I tried to be an actor for like two and a half years, and oh, I went I back to that. Chicago mm-hmm. and I was like, uh, you know, I'm done with this. I'm just gonna. I want to get. I want a family and I want. I want to just get married and things like that. So when I got back, I was doing um, that stuff in Chicago before I went to L.A. So when I got back to Chicago, people were like, "Wow, you were in L.A.?" And I started booking more jobs. Yeah, you go check on Lawson and then I'll finish his story. (laughs) So I started booking more jobs after I came back from LA, you know? So, Mm -hmm. and then I don't know, it just started happening where I didn't quit on it. So I just kept going with it and I started booking more things and like that. And then it just came that big brother was around the corner Mm -hmm. when I was 31. Actually, I went through like a little rough patch. I don't want to take up all the time. No, you're good. Yeah. But I I mean, I did, I was in a bad space like mentally after I came back from LA, you know, Uh a little depressed, a little like kind of beaten, like I failed. Mm And, uh, and then I started working with my best friend and his boss, and he was all about positivity, all about positivity. And I was doing telemarketing, and he wouldn't even, like, I wouldn't even get on the phones. He'd be like, go in my office, listen to his positive, like, motivational tapes and this and that. I'm like, this is never going to work. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I just want to yeah. go out and drink and be stupid and mm-hmm. uh, kind of wallow in my misery. He, like, turned my life around oh, wow. in, like, a year and a half, you know? He, like, made me think positive. Nothing was impossible. You know, mm-hmm. focus on positivity. You know, get rid of the negative energy. Yeah. And it told... I mean, to this day, I listen to positive um, motivational stuff when I wake up every mm-hmm. single day. Oh, wow. Totally awesome. changed my life around. So that was, like, I was about 30. And then he goes, when you're ready, your big opportunity will come. Mm-hmm. But you have to be mentally ready. Right. And it was, like, clockwork. 
he was like, you're such in a great space right now after the past year and a half or two years. He's like, your big opportunity is coming. And I went with a friend of mine to walk on Big Brother audition. I had no oh. idea what the show was. Mm-hmm. She liked the show. She knew I did like commercials and stuff. Mm-hmm. So she's like, come with me. You'd make me feel better. Yeah. I had no idea what the show oh. was. And I went with her and that's how I got on Big Brother. Oh, so you like went with her to just like... Uh, Have beers on a Saturday afternoon. And then they, they ended up liking you. Yes. <laughs> no yes. way. Yeah. I remember they are like... Uh, she, I'm like, what do I say? And they're like, say you like Dan. Dan's like the man, mm. you know? So I was like, oh, and now I know Dan and he is yeah. the man. Yeah. But I, at the time, I didn't know him. So I'm yeah. like, oh, Dan, he, you know, he's in the football. He's great. He's like my idol. And they're like, oh, okay. So they flew me to LA. So like, tell us more about what you like about Dan. I'm like, honestly, I don't even know who Dan is. So I'm like, oh, I just made it up. But, so maybe That's I'm like, awesome. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I'm sorry I wasted your time. But they just kept, you know, bringing like, me back. Yeah. So. And then I found out who Dan was. But I was right. She was right on. She was right on with that. (laughs) But I got that. And then the transition into um, CBS was Mm -hmm. when after we got off the show, we did Amazing Race. And then I went back to work after that. And someone called me, Alex Boylan. I don't know if you guys know, with Around the World for free. He won Mm -hmm. season one or season two of Amazing Race. Okay. So he called me when I was at work. He's like, hey, I got this show called Around the World for free. Someone at CBS mentioned your name. It's going to be perfect. And I was like, what? And me and my buddies always used to crank each other. I'm like, this isn't real. And I hung up on him. No way. <laughs> yeah. And then he called me back. He's like, this is real. He's like, I want you to do a show. You travel around the world for 100 days with no money in your pocket. I was that like, sounds Holy awesome. Cow. So wow. that was for CBS Interactive. So I did that show. And then I got called back to do, we got called back to do Amazing, our uh, Big Brother 13. Then after that. They're like, why don't you start working and doing interviews? We yeah. want to bring that show back. Mm-hmm. So, and that's kind of how the whole thing started from there. That's dang. So once you got in, like started with them, they kept you busy every single yeah, so year. Yeah, so we did. A, uh, I did around the world for free. Then we did Big Brother again, and then we did. Then we decided to move to Los Angeles. Yeah, and we did a show. Jeff and Jordan do America oh, yeah, for yeah, CBS.com. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then I just started dang. working with CBS. They just kept building yeah. shows like around us, and then. Uh, and then I just kept doing the interviews. That's every crazy. Year. So I worked there for five happen. or six That's years. So, yeah. That was a long time ago. What did you do when he like did the Around the World show? Did, did you and, go with yeah. him? No. I was in North Carolina. <laughs> um, we did long distance for what? Two years? Yeah. Years? You were, I mean, you were on the show. I left from Charlotte. He left from Charlotte, and then uh, we just, I worked at the hair salon. Mm-hmm. And, then, and that's where your mom lives, and you guys are super close. So, yes. Yeah. So my mom and brother live in the house. Um, that I got them and, mm-hmm. but my sister and my dad, everybody's there. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, you left for around the world for free and I just worked and mm-hmm. we just kept in touch. We'd call each other and talk. I'd call her from like Cambodia <laughs> and it's like nine in the morning. She's like, it's two in the morning. What are you calling me for? <laughs> or he was, I think one day you were climbing Mount Fuji and I was like trying to have a conversation. He goes, I'm climbing Mount Fuji. And I'm, and I go, <laughs> Okay, I don't care. So, and then I would just like keep asking him questions, and then he's like, "I gotta go." And well, no, just, it like, was a great ad because AT and T was our sponsor, uh, and I'm on Mount Fuji, like halfway up, and the phone worked. So it's such a great ad for AT and T. I'm like, Jordan, I'm on Mount Fuji. And I'm like, the phone works, and Jordan's like, I don't care. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't care? I was lucky enough though okay. at that time. My two office managers at the hair salon, they were so nice. They were like my moms, and mm. they would always. If anything, you know, like Big Brother yeah. 13, they're like, go. Or if That's something nice. came up, they'd be like, you always have a job here. Yeah. Even still to this day, That's awesome. my yeah. um, owner, Eric, he always tells me, he goes, if you ever come home, you have a job here. Mm-hmm. I started, I worked for them when I was 20. And then... 
because I I did the same with him. I didn't know what Big Brother was. And um, did they recruit you? No, I was working. So I was working three jobs. I worked. Um, yes, they recruited you. Well, bon- yeah, they, they yeah, like they spotted did. you or whatever. Yeah, Bonnie found me at. Um, I was working, and then she told me to show up at um, this bar. So to you do were just interview. at the salon doing? No, whatever. I was actually. At my other job, I was waitressing, oh. and um, she sh- just approached me and was like, have you ever thought about doing reality television? Mm-hmm. I was like, no. She was like, do you have an email? I was like, no. <laughs> and, um, so she called me Isn't crazy and wanted me to meet her at Cannes. <laughs> and yeah. so I called my friend. I was like, you have to make me an email. How do you do that? Uh-huh. And um, so I didn't show up at Cannes, mm-hmm. and, but I told my managers I went because I just wanted to sleep. So mm-hmm. I went home and I slept. <laughs> and then it was like a couple days later and Bonnie's like I haven't found anybody will you please show up at the Hilton in downtown Charlotte. She basically skipped to yeah. the next thing. So then I go to the Hilton and I had my brother drive me. We're fighting and we can't find the Hilton. I was like, I don't know where this is. And I was like, this is probably fake. And I feel so <laughs> stupid. And I remember I go in and all the girls were wearing, I don't know if this was the same for y'all, were in like these super tight dresses like they were going out yeah. to a club. I show up in a pullover hoodie, camo <laughs> jeans. They were jeans but camo in the back and um these flip flops and Bonnie sent me a picture. Not too. This is a couple years ago. Oh, and it goes. Oh my God! Look what I found. And I had no headshots, and so I had to stand up against a, a white wall. Mm-hmm. And they had to take my picture. And then the same thing. They just kept calling me and calling. What, me. what did your mom say to do? Oh, my mom's like, if you go and it's not legit, like mm-hmm. you run. Oh my god! I was like, Mom, if it's if I got in a hotel room, my mom was against doing Big Brother the whole time, oh, really? and was like, I don't want you on a reality show. You mm-hmm. better not embarrass the family. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandparents and my aunt they told no one until a couple episodes in because they wanted to see. They nobody because yeah. I guess I'm normally like unfiltered. I say kind of like whatever, and my mm-hmm. whole family was scared that I would say something and embarrass <laughs> everyone. Um, so yeah, it's bound so, to happen on Big Brother though. Yeah. Yeah, it's a everybody. long time. But yeah. I do remember the first week of Big Brother, I remember being like, I want to get evicted. I want to go home. Like, yeah. I don't like this. And um, <laughs> I remember Allison, who's the executive producer yeah. of the show, I remember I'm on the lot. We're about to go in the house. And um, I go, well, where's the house? She goes, it's right there. And I'm like, we're not going to a house. I thought we were in a, yeah. like a mansion up in the hills somewhere. <laughs> right. And she was like, no, Jordan, it's on the lot. To be honest with you, so did I. Yeah, I had really. no idea it was on the lot. I'm like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. The house is here? So, And you, you know, being around now for so many years, a, a lot of people say that. They're like, the house isn't on, like it isn't a house. Yeah. I'm like, no, it's, it's contained on the lot. It's yeah. like a studio yeah. made it's a studio. Yeah, but it's a house, but it's a studio. In the studio, right. <laughs> right. But right. Were like, when you walked in, I remember, just because I never was on camera before, how bright it was because yeah. all the lighting yeah. and the cameras. I remember instantly feeling like, I don't want to do I this. I wanted to go home too at first yeah, because I wouldn't talk to anyone. I was so scared. I didn't want to be the first one evicted. So, I mean, I wanted to go home, but I didn't want to be evicted. And right. then I remember Sean. You guys had Sean too. Sean. Yeah, She was like, Nicole, are you okay? <laughs> During the backyard pictures, I'm like... 
yeah. She's like, okay, you can talk. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm I like, hate those backyard yeah. pictures. And yeah, oh, and that's yeah. when everyone's in like their slinky Sl- bikinis, and I'm like, oh my god, I feel so insecure For right the now. First time, yeah. I wore a tankini. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm scared. Like this was, it, I don't know. It is intimidating that yeah. first, because you don't know anybody, so you want to be goofy. Yeah. Like remember they like run and jump and yeah. take a picture, yeah. so you're being like goofy, but it's the first time you're kind of mm-hmm. introducing yourself to the whole crew. Yeah. So it gets real, real fast. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, in a week. Yeah, I'm not even. Days. I mean, the first day people are like already talking game, and then in a week it's exploded. At yeah. least our season. Oh did. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I wanted to talk to you guys. Anybody that's listening right now that has something blocking your happiness, or has something that's been bugging you, or in your head, something that you need to talk to somebody about. They have this place or this this site. It's called BetterHelp. What it is, it's an online platform that'll connect you to counselors that are in all 50 states that have over 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists, and you can talk with them about anything, and it's private. It could be from depression to stress and anxiety to relationships, grief, or even self-esteem. They're available worldwide. They got four communication modes. You can text, chat, phone, uh, and video, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. They have a broad expertise in the network, uh, which may not be typically locally available in your area. They also have financial aid uh, for those who qualify. It's secure, convenient, professional, and affordable. Best of all, it's truly affordable if you use the uh, for these Coco Caliente listeners right now. So you can get 10% off your first month with discount code COCO, C-O-C-O. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash COCO. The second time was like you said, Jordan, for me, the second time I cried a lot. Like I, it was a different feeling. It is. And I think it was cause like I was so comfortable my first time around. Mm-hmm. And then I went back in the house and I'm like, look, at least you had Jeff, but I'm like looking around the house. I'm like, I don't know anybody right. and this isn't familiar to me. And what did I get myself into again? And like, it's a God. totally different, just dynamic mm-hmm. and different group. Cause you think, Oh, yeah. the, Wait, your first time, what season was that? 16. So season 16, you think, oh, it's going to be like season 16. Yeah, because it was so fun. Yes, and it's completely different Mm -hmm. the second time. And I think what aggravates me is a lot of people are like, I could win that show. I can do that. I can do this. And you're just like, it's a lot harder. Same thing with Amazing Race. Mm -hmm. People are like, I can do that. You're stupid. You don't know what you're doing. Like People will write me that. I'm like, you go on the show and see what it's like. It's hard. Big Brother is mentally draining. And it takes so much out of you. Like, even if I go back, like I went back last season just to do, like, the final thing, you know? Being outside those doors, my heart, I, like, start getting this weird feeling that you can't explain. I'm like... Holy cow, man. Like, I'm getting real nervous for no reason. I'm on TV every day. But something about that house brings something out of you because you're in there 24-7 and it's such a stress. Your mind is up. People have no idea what it's like unless you're in it and then you have that yeah. relationship to talk about it. Did you, when you got off Big Brother, mm-hmm. did were you like, um, I did this for a while. My family would be mm-hmm. like talking together and be like... Are they talking about me? What are they saying about me? My mind instantly oh, kind of went like, like that. Kind of more and like I, paranoid. Type. Yes, mm-hmm. I was like paranoid, like I was in the house. And then for the longest time, I'd wake up, um, and then I'd be like, "Oh my gosh, where's my mic? Pack? Microphone." Yeah. And then, I'm like, oh. but you guys, how long were you in? Well, I was only seventy-two days. Weren't y'all a hundred? Ninety-nine. She was ninety-nine. Oh. I was there like ninety-four. Five ninety six something like that. Oh yeah. my gosh! You know it, it's. It, it, I think it, after you're just you're never the same. Even though I, my mom did the best to like, she told Victor this yesterday. Like, I just 
took her home, made her be exactly who she was before. Like, I didn't let anything go to her head. I didn't mm-hmm. let her, like, go crazy, whatever. But it's like you never really are the same because something changes in you as far as, like, you're paranoid for 99 days. <laughs> Everyone's working against you. You yeah. get voted out. Like, the um, public's judging you for 99 days. So it just it changes you in a weird way. But see, when... We were on the first time. There was no Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's that, what I wanted to talk to you yeah, guys about. Yeah, how? Because that's, uh, yeah, yeah, like going that's gotta on be the, be awesome. then and then going on now are two completely different realities. Completely. I mean, Facebook was around, but I didn't have a Facebook then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I didn't have... Um, I wouldn't expect you to if you didn't have an email. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I didn't have any... Ooh. They're talking about Instagram now, like with Big Brother. It's a totally different... Like, oh, yeah. I didn't even have... I didn't even have Twitter. I didn't have Twitter when I went on the first time either. Because they're like, do do you have a Twitter? I was like, no. No. And I kind of wish I didn't now. It's just a terrible play. I I got rid of my Twitter, if people don't know. And it's the Coco Caliente Twitter now because it's such a toxic place where you you try to be happy. You know, it's like, "Eh, let me shoot you down real fast. (laughs) Yeah, that's how it is. I think with Instagram now, it's just constantly, you're like... I don't know. For me, mm-hmm. I'll say like being a mom, you see other people and you see pictures and you're like, why do they, they make parenting look so easy. I'm having the worst day. Like my kids mm-hmm. are being terrible. And then you're comparing what you're doing or how is, she seems like she gets all these breaks and, uh, right. I'm constantly with my kids. And then you're like, you almost feel stressed yeah. Oh, yeah. and you start comparing mm-hmm. and yeah. that's something you should never do. Yeah. Right. But it's so you hard. don't know what's even going on in their life, but if they make it look perfect, you're assuming it's perfect. But I feel like with you, you're, you're been everyone's favorite forever because you're so real, relatable and you're like honest. And I love watching your stuff on Instagram. You well, know, I try to be, but I feel like now, cause it's, 10 years ago and I'm getting older. I feel like people aren't really interested. I feel like I get more negative stuff now. Um, I don't get mad about the st- attacks on me. It's when they attack my yeah. kids. Yeah. That's when imagine. I get mad. And that's unwarranted. Um, yeah. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, I posted a picture the other day on Instagram and it was one, our friend Louie was taking photos of us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the picture you would think I was happy and, you know, the picture's oh, yeah, filtered and, yeah. you know, you look better than mm-hmm. normal, but everything was filtered in the photo. Um, but I was having the absolute worst day mm-hmm. because after I had Lawson, I had like the worst postpartum depression oh. and, um, I was like so dark and, um, with him and it took me what, six months? And I had to get on medication. Mm-hmm. I've never been on medication in my life. I right. don't like take medication. And I remember just, um, I mean, I was like suicidal. Like mm-hmm. that's how bad my postpartum depression was. And I never was suicidal right. in my oh, life. Wow. So mm-hmm. for two months, I didn't tell anyone mm-hmm. that I had it. Yeah. And I was trying to fight it. So every time I go see my doctor, she's like, how are you doing? Because you have to yeah. do these tests after you get after you have the baby to make sure like you're okay. Mm-hmm. And it was so exhausting because I would always put on this front. Like, everything's great. Yeah. Me and Jeff are great. Mm-hmm. The kid's good. And then we were um, away. It was like Christmas time. And fighting like crazy because mm-hmm. he just thought I didn't want to be married anymore. Mm-hmm. He thought I just, I didn't want to have kids and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And he's like, what is going on? We're like in this huge fight. I didn't, we didn't talk the whole time, like going to my grandparents' house, driving there. Yeah. And it was, um, 
well, I'll be very vague about it because I don't want to air out her business. Yeah, no, you're but good. someone that I've known since I was little uh, came up to me randomly. And I think this is so, this is like kind of what made me come out. And she goes, hey, I just want to let you know, if you get postpartum, she goes, whenever I had postpartum, it wasn't um, popular to talk about. Nobody yeah. said it. You kept right. it to yourself. And she was like, I had it for two years. And she goes, I wanted to kill myself and kill my kids, mm-hmm. like in the car driving. Mm-hmm. And I remember her telling me that. And I remember just getting like, my eyes getting yeah. watery and I wanted to be like, I feel the same way you do. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to kill Lawson, but I was but like by myself. Yeah. I always wanted, like I would get in the car and be like, I just want to kill myself yeah. right now. That's how I felt. Wow. Which I, like I said, I never had those thoughts before, yeah. Yeah, 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 but yeah, I didn't yeah. want to go to a therapist. Cause I was like, I don't want to talk to anybody. And uh-huh. you know, you don't know how to deal with that. So I remember I just wanted to say something mm-hmm. and I was like, I can't tell her how I feel. And, um, and you didn't tell your mom either. I didn't tell anybody. I kept it to myself. And I think that's what ate me alive. And, um, after when I got better, I remember people being like, you were weird. And I was like, really? Well, you told me, remember we were at, in Chicago. We were in this. I still remember it because it was really, you know, we talk about it so much. Otherwise I get emotional about it because I was like, I almost raised loss in those first couple months. She wouldn't get up. She wanted no part of him. And I was getting up in the morning, you know, doing those late night feedings and stuff. And I didn't want to do the YouTube. I'd get mad. Like if Louis came over Uh and like, he would be like, come on, we got to do YouTube. And I'd be like, Hey, Jeff and Jordan were back. And he'd be like, Mm -hmm. Jordan, more energy. I need Mm -hmm. more of this. And I just would just, I, and I think that's why Lawson is better with Jeff. Because him and Jeff, I made Jeff do the skin to skin. So mm. after you have the baby, normally the mom instantly uh, does skin to skin. So they, it was, it said it was that, like, like instantly. Instant. And they put Lawson on me mm-hmm. and I go, get him off me. And Jeff had to take well, you were also, she had a C-section oh, at that time. Yeah. I was and out she of had, it. The God, drugs she... were, uh, whatever they gave her was making her sick. Yeah. So she threw up. So I don't know if that was part of the postpartum. It may have been. I don't But know. I didn't know mm-hmm. what was going on either. No, I thought yeah. this was parenthood. Yeah. I, didn't, I don't know. That's you know what right. I'm like, on, on YouTube, right, so like, maybe it's the C-section. I definitely mm-hmm. knew something was wrong. And I'd tell my friends, like, I don't know what's going on, man. Mm-hmm. I'm basically raising this kid. And then it finally came to like a boiling point where we were shot. We were at home for Christmas. I remember we had our local mall, Harlem Irving Plaza. I remember it was a great day. It was snowy out. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, do you want a divorce? What's going on? It's Christmas. I can't. Why are you been acting like this? And she just started crying. She's like, I want to, I want to kill myself. And like, I remember instantly we were going to go shopping. I'm like, this all makes sense. All it like clicked like a button. I'm like, okay, so what's going on? What are you feeling? Then she just opened up and told me everything. We're calling a doctor right now. Mm-hmm. We're going to get you on medication. This All that matters is you and my yeah. family. And yeah. we're going to get this solved right now. Yeah. And the but moment she too, opened up, I know you were scared to, but the moment she did, we took care of it. Yeah, and everything and was fine, yeah. not to make it so black and white and it just was an easy skip down the road. It was hard. But when you finally did open mm-hmm. up, it, it, I mean, it made sense. Well, it and it helps and everybody hard. understand, right? right? You're not just in the dark and like, what the heck is going on? You know what I mean? It's just like... Yeah. But oh. it's Christmas time and I'm like mad. Mm-hmm. And I'm at Jeff's parents' house and all I want to do is go in their basement. Like, everyone talking. Because when you have postpartum, you want to isolate yourself. Yeah. You want to be in the dark. You want to mm-hmm. be by yourself. And I remember getting mad and just being like, just 
don't talk to me. No yeah. one talked to me. I don't want to be around any of you. I remember going upstairs and his friend came over and like his brother and everybody were there. And I remember just going upstairs and just sitting like folding laundry because I just did not want to be around any of them. Mm-hmm. And then I remember dad, his dad came up and was just like, hey, they're about to leave. And I remember getting so mad that he came up to tell me somebody was leaving because I didn't care to see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was yeah. just it was it was, weird like well, that. I'm saying like it's trying to explain that because one of our my coworkers will get into like all that later. But she went through the same thing, and Jordan mm-hmm. kind of helped her along the way. So if oh, anyone's nice. listening, right. even if there's one person listening, kind of like, wow, that's how I feel. Yeah, I didn't know what it was, right. and it was kind of taboo to talk about mm-hmm. it. But it, just I didn't talking think it was about a real it, thing. I was like, it's fake. People are just being dramatic, and when it happens to you, it's just like, wow, like that's what it feels yeah. like. And then it's just like you feel like you're in the deepest depression you've ever felt mm-hmm. in your life and you can't, there's no way out. That's yeah. how you feel. It's yeah. the craziest thing. What, what I'm trying to say is tell somebody. If yeah. you're feeling that way, yeah. tell somebody, talk about it. It's not, it's mm-hmm. very much more common than you think it is. Yeah. Yeah. And tell somebody and that's the best way to get it fixed. Because once you're on that medication, yeah. you wean your way off and everything's fine, but then you start realizing why you thought yeah. that. So if you feel that way, please talk to somebody about that. But I think if it wasn't for that person... So just one person saying something, like you saying something now could help a lot of people. Yeah, because what she was saying, Mm -hmm. I was like, that's how I feel. And it was relatable. And then, um, because I couldn't tell my mom, because she always worried about me Mm -hmm. living in California. So I go, if I do that... Like, my mom's going to freak out. So And my mom stresses anyway. So I didn't want to cause any... I didn't want to be a burden on anyone. That's a lot for you to carry, too, by yourself. So it's like... It was. It was a really... It was the roughest time we've ever been through. But understandably. Yeah. Yeah. Understandably. And then he worked with me. And then, like I said, I got on a low dosage. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want to be on a high dosage. So where you're not yourself. Right. And I go, I just want to take that anxiety, Mm -hmm. that edge off. And like I said, I went to her one day. Mm -hmm. It was, I think, in June. And I go, hey, I was like, listen, I don't think I need medicine anymore. I don't feel like Mm -hmm. suicidal. Mm -hmm. I don't feel what I felt. And I go, I think I'm fine. She goes, okay, we'll wing you off. And yeah. I've been normal. And then when I had Leighton, I was worried. Like, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. And Because they said a lot of times it'll come back. Yeah. Nothing. That's awesome. That's no awesome. problems. And so another thing, with, I don't know why, just because we talk about it so much on mm-hmm. our own show, like, you got to wean yourself off of it. Yeah. You can't stop no, because right. it might cause some stop. other problems. So definitely talk to your doctor. And our doctor was so cool. Remember how cool mm-hmm. our doctor was? Yeah. She's like, listen, this is so common. Yeah. You guys mm-hmm. you guys don't understand. You're going to take this. You guys are going to be fine. And the way she was explaining it or talking was like, Guys, don't worry about yeah. this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, go home, be a family, take care of your kids. That's what's important. This is going to take care of itself. Right. I understand it is a problem. Yeah. You guys got to get through this. But the way she was explaining it was not like a death sentence. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah. guys, this is yeah, so yeah. common. Yeah. You guys are going to be is. fine. Yeah. You know? You know yeah. what's crazy? When I think of stuff like that, I, I start going into a rabbit hole. And it's like, imagine what people back in like 18. Yes. Hundred, you know, and like this is a normal thing now that we know science. But back then, it's like okay, psych ward, wrap her up, yep. throwing her in an yes. asylum, a hundred percent. And it's like what? But now it's great that people have the conversations, right. and, and people get help, and, and right. then you can live a normal life. Right. It passes, and you're good, right? And it's anything. I mean, not just postpartum; it's mental and health. Everything. You know, yeah. there's a lot yeah. of things yeah. that yeah. 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 I didn't know growing up that we didn't even talk about. You know, mm-hmm. like even as a man or in my family. Mm-hmm. And now I'm opened up to so many different things in so many different situations and so many mm-hmm. different people's problems that it's so common but a lot of people don't talk about it no. so you feel weird trying to get your emotions out mm-hmm. you know 
Yeah, yeah. no, I right. completely understand. I mean, I have bad anxiety. Yeah, and that's I have something... panic attacks, and they've been worse for a little bit, but now I've been good. But I mean, it's something that like he doesn't, Victor doesn't it's understand. It's hard for me to understand because he's just, just like, you have a perfect life. Like, what are you worried about? I'm like, I can't help it. Yeah. Like, I just get where I feel like I want to crawl out of my skin, and I'll be like, pull over the car when we're going like 70 miles an hour, and it's like, if you're not like. It doesn't happen to him, so he tries to. He, I do my best. I, re- I really do yeah, my best. He does I just, his best. You know, I wish. But, I wish I could feel it. Right. Right. I wish I could feel it, so I can know how to better help. But sometimes when I think I'm helping, I'm actually hurting the situation. Like what she said. Like, hey, your life is great. Like, you I'm know, like, know, we have I everything don't... ahead of us. It's all good. And then, if anything, that makes you feel worse because right. then what's really wrong? Right. Right. I don't know. It's so just. It, yeah. It just it snowballs. But I don't know. We we work through it, and yeah, and, it's right. happened. She's to too with like with the anxiety thing and it's been it was hard for us to kind of get through but yeah it's a whole lot better now yeah but you guys seem like you're the perfect match like (laughs) well we're just complete opposites are you guys opposites okay yeah because we're like completely opposite pretty much you guys are looking in a mirror like i'm victor (laughs) honestly and then you're nicole you guys are the same person it's funny because you guys are even wearing like the same colors and we're in blue It is. It is true. Yeah, but when I watch you, like during Big Brother, I watched you on The Amazing Race. Like, I'm continuing to watch you on The Amazing Race. You just reminds me so much of Jordan. Yeah. I mean, that's the best compliment you're just ever. Smarter. No, you're very smart. I'm. I don't have a lot of common sense, though. You'll see, like on the show, I make some. I don't know. No, mistakes. you're smart. It's you're hard. very smart. We we complement each other very well. Yes, you but do. For you guys, for on the race, yes. How was that for you guys? That was a good transition. she's getting good she's getting good there you go the race okay it was very hard I feel like the race if we were on it let's say now Mm -hmm. completely different I didn't even really know Jeff I only knew big brother Jeff right so we did not communicate at all I I wanted to break up with him after Amazing Race. That's how <laughs> mad I was. And with I wanted him. to break her neck during the Amazing Race. <laughs> yeah. I'm I, kidding. I was just uh, we did not work together at all. But we we kind of went through like a roller coaster because at the end we were cool. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's but hard. during it It's hard. Here, I'm gonna explain why. So I Amazing Race was totally my fault. You know, like things that we've got wrong or the challenge that we chose. I'm so competitive, I'm like I lost Big Brother. I'm winning this. Oh, okay. you know what I mean. I'm like, yeah. I'm definitely winning game this. Mode. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, we're we're all in on this. So I'm like, we even if we're not the smartest team, which definitely we weren't, we're <laughs> going to be the hardest working team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I have all brothers. I have two older brothers. All my cousins are boys. Everyone in my family are men. So uh, me and my friends that grew up being rough, playing football, all that. So when I'm like, hey, come here. Oh, hey, stupid. It's this way. You know what I mean? I'm talking to my friend. I'm talking to my brother. <laughs> not trying to insult anybody. Yeah, but I'm like, what are you, stupid? It's this way. And she's like, I'm not stupid. And I have to like stop. I'm like, oh, my uh, God, you're yeah. not my friend. Yeah. You're my girlfriend. And right. I need to be a little bit more delicate. So in those situations, I totally get why she was frustrated because it was me being being too aggressive with mm-hmm. her. And I think that was a good testament to our relationship yeah. being so early yeah. that I was so aggressive in that way that I needed to really calm things down, like just as a man, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. For our relationship to work. And by the time we got to the end of the amazing race, we had a long talk and uh, I realized that I was wrong, you know, and I definitely took the 
million dollar bullet for that one. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, but she was right in that situation, and I and I adjusted it, and I continue. I still struggle with some of my aggression and anger, but it's something I work on, and I feel like I'm a lot better than ten years oh, ago. Oh my god, yeah. he's a completely different person, and he's so good, like with the kids and. Um, you're just, you're totally different. You're more about your feelings. Mm-hmm. We did, um, oh, wait, what am I going to say about Amazing Race? Oh, what I was going to say about Amazing Race is what people don't get is we got into a bad cab in Germany. Yeah. Oh, I, bad cab I can tell, ruin it. Yeah, he took to us it. an hour out of the way, and we told him, I was like, are you sure you know where we're going? And mm-hmm. he got an attitude with us. We end up in a neighborhood in Germany somewhere, oh, which people, God. which they don't show all of that. Yeah. yeah. So we had to turn around and go back mm-hmm. and pay for that cab, so we had to give no, him he, money. He gave, it, he gave it to us for free, because you want to talk about aggression? They didn't oh. air a lot of that. The city lights just kept getting smaller behind. So I'm like, yeah. you are going the wrong way. And Jordan's like, take it easy. I'm like, you're going the wrong way. And he stops at this hut in the middle of Germany, nowhere. Dark. And then he so drops, drives us all the way back to the city. And he's like, you don't have to pay. I'm like, you think? I'm like, you have to pay oh me a billion dollars. <laughs> We did because I remember that leg. We ran out of our money because they only give you a yeah. certain yeah. amount of money yeah. for that leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we had no more money. Well, we also told someone to go get us like a sandwich. No, it was a tic- boot of beer. We had a boot of beer. You had a mm-hmm. chug. No, but remember before that, someone went to go get our tickets and we didn't know like the exchange. And I think we gave them all of our money. Remember? Because we came out of that with no money, and everyone else had like a hundred dollars. Yeah, that. Oh my gosh. Well, our exchange was wrong. All I remember mm-hmm. is us being in a bar, and these older men that were so nice. They gave us money to get in the oh, cab nice. and go where we needed to go. That's after we chugged that beer at yes. that bar. So is we, that is that the leg that you guys got out? Or no, no. it was a non-elimination. Oh, oh you lucky! But <laughs> it was. We were so far behind. Mm-hmm. The only way that we would catch up is if there was a plane, like we would meet yeah. at a plane. Well, uh, an equal. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Or there was somewhere where it opened at a and certain yeah. time. But we were probably, gosh, what, an hour, two hours behind everything. There was way no way. Behind. And we did two or three more legs mm-hmm. with that distance. I'm like, if this next one's yeah. not, if this is the next one's we not like out. an equalizer, we're mm-hmm. done. And it wasn't. And we were way, actually, we almost came back, but we were way out. We, we were way yeah, out. I remember we pulled up at a vineyard in France. And we saw a team, and I was like, oh, there's still a chance because yeah. you know how you yeah. get down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. and then we, yeah, we, yeah, it, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> I like popped a squat in the vineyard because we were out there for so long. We had to find these grapes. I had to have them pull over one time. Oh. I was in a cab. I'm like, I'm peeing on the side oh. of the road. Pull. That was a, that <laughs> was a similar leg to that. Yeah. It was terrible. I was like, yeah, yeah, it was it was a great experience, and mm-hmm. I know you guys know the same thing now. Yeah. So it was such a great experience, but it was the beginning of our relationship. Yeah. And again, I still watch. Don't think I don't yell at the TV like, oh my god, <laughs> what I could have done better. So I'm still a little bitter every time I watch Big Brother. He's those bitter shows. with all those shows because he like he, I just want to win. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, get over it. You're never gonna win. So because every. T- <laughs> I hear it every day. I hear it every day. Oh, this is Jeff. He was on Big Brother. He didn't win. His wife won. I'm like, that was a great introduction. They don't even watch Big Brother, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm in the shadow. Right. Nicole, the winner of Big Brother. Actually, tell. I want to hear that story. What happened? How did you get the call? How did you guys find out? um, So we were in Florida on spring break, and we just got a random call 
from somebody that nobody from big brother or anything and they're just like hey this is like cbs are you interested in doing the race and we're like yeah and we got all excited thinking like oh yeah for sure we'll be on and then we got a call like maybe two months later like hey you're alternates and we're we're just like oh like this is devastating i don't even want to go through the process no more (laughs) 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 and then um they still flew us out got us all our shots and stuff and we were just kind of like yeah, this kind of sucks, you know. He had to take work off, and then four days out, they're like, "Hey, you're in." We didn't exercise. We didn't. You thought you were out. We like didn't even. They, no diet was done. No. No miles. Were we didn't ran. have like a backpack. Even we had to go four days. We drove like two hours to an REI store and had to buy everything. Yeah. And uh, they're like, "Hey, you're Team Purple." And we're like, "Holy crap!" Awesome. Though, yeah. Right? Like, what a great call to get four days out because we're just yeah. like, "Yes, like we want this." And but, we're like, there was no. I mean, you get so close down to the wire to knowing when you know they're gonna go right just like it's four days no way are they gonna give us a call now that's it let's just let's just pretend like they never called you yeah, know what i mean like, this can't be it's real. hard though right it's hard yeah i was just kind of disappointed because i would have i would have ran because running with a backpack is very hard and i would have like practiced on the treadmill or something or not packed a backpack at well, all yeah quite honestly i don't know how you guys did your they each your, had a backpack right you each had a bag yeah, so we each had a backpack, mm-hmm. but then after like the first leg, we won the first leg. By the way, I just oh, that's awesome! Pat what place did you? What place did you guys get total? That, we went at like halfway. Oh, okay, I think that's like good. seventh yeah. or something. Yeah. Okay, out of fourth, so we made it halfway. But uh, so I ditched all my stuff like mm-hmm. the first leg, and I just ended up carrying hers because I'm like, we're going oh, too slow. So yeah. I threw everything away except for like a change of clothes because so I, cool. I brought too much leg. stuff. Yeah. I brought too much. I'm used to like camping with my dad, yeah. so I brought like all this stupid stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to use any of this, and mm-hmm. I just threw it away. A little Coleman grill, and <laughs> <laughs> I, I started, we started to throw things away like along the way, but we didn't throw any. Did they have you where you had to wear like long sleeve in some country or bring like long sleeve? long pants yeah because you never know where you're going right, so you right. have to hold on to so that like stuff. that's all we like held on to after was just stuff that we thought we would need, maybe need but right. i mean i had brought a curling iron i threw that crap out i'm like okay i'm like one of the least high maintenance girls on the okay, cast let, 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 let's clarify this because it wasn't that she was like i'm gonna throw my curling iron away it was and that's hard for me to throw my decision away. i didn't even I use said, it though like look at my hair it's, it's like, so <laughs> hard i said it's in my bag and it weighs too much, and I'm not holding this anymore, so it's going to get tossed. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, okay, I get it. It and was, like, sentimental because it was my mom's. <laughs> and I was like, I gave it to a woman. I was like, this was my mom's, like, taking care of it. <laughs> you could have left it, like, at the hotel and then asked them to mail it after the race. Mm. That would have been smart. I got rid of it in an airport. I had to carry all your makeup, I remember. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you don't even... You just wear, I like, mascara. See, yeah, I and didn't... And smeared under your eyes. Yeah, I wish I would have... All So now there's lash extensions. And I think <laughs> everyone but me and Becca had lash extensions, and they all look really good. And I'm like, crap. Like, I, I didn't even think about bringing, you like... good. No, I race. didn't think about bringing that stuff, because I was like... No one's worried about that. I know. I left my last. And then now when I watch this show, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you know, like. But you're racing. It's something you think about. Yes. I, I go when I'm very competitive. I'm like, I don't care. And then you have to watch it back a year later. You're like, I do care. Like, crap. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. How did you guys get? Did you guys get along with all the teams on the race? I know we're still in the middle of it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. I, I'd say for the most part. Um, I mean, we got like everybody does. Yeah, we got it was uh, like an instant connection. I'd say with like Brittany 
I really oh, yeah. like Brittany mm-hmm. and Janelle. Like we, we pretty much we got pretty we vibe close with them, with them a lot. Brett and uh, Chris. Brett and Chris from Survivor. You know Brett and Chris. Yeah. They're, they're funny. Hilarious. Yeah. Boston. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He cracks me up. What about the team? They seem so happy. Fun. Team fun. They're great too. We're gonna. Um, they're meet with actually them here. they live here. Oh, yeah. really? Tell me said hi. We never met Denver. them, but yeah, they're uh, they were. I didn't know who. They, I actually remember them from the race because it's their yeah. second time doing yeah. it. Yeah. But their attitude after so uh, Rachel and her sister. <laughs> you turn, oh yeah. First yeah. of all. This is how like competitive I get. I'm like, you're gonna you turn somebody and burn that bridge. What are you turning that team like for? Like a good you team for, or what do you mean, like a nice F- team? animals. Oh, that, they know. were behind them at the time. I'm like, you turn them if you're yeah. gonna you turn somebody. That yeah. you turn like a weak team, yeah. and they had such a great attitude through yeah, it. They did, and I was like, oh, I like that team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They, they took yeah. it like champs, and they they just always there's I don't know how they They're, can be so freaking happy because my face goofy. is always like serious, mm-hmm. like don't screw off, otherwise we're gonna lose. Oh, anytime, any week. And even in a taxi, right, and feel confident that we're going the right way. Mm. Nicole's just like, check it again, check the map, tell yeah. him, make sure. But right. or if there's a, in a moment where we can't do anything because we have to do this one thing, and you we know, can't. You know what happened though is I'm sitting around watching people who have previously raced, and I'm watching what they're doing, and they're looking crap up all the time. So if yeah. they're looking crap up, I gotta look down. stuff up. Right. Otherwise, I'm already behind. So I think that put a lot of pressure on us because normally we'd all be like, hey, we don't know what we're doing, but they knew what they were doing. And like, anytime I got to an airport, they'd find like an Apple store and they would Google everything on the clue. I'm like, let's Google everything on the clue. Yeah. Uh, and it became, these are the major cities and this is this. And it this became is so, and like, um, Brittany made a good point too before where it's like, it's Big Brother people and Survivor, which are social games. So people are playing Big Brother and Survivor within the race. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're paranoid because those teams are talking. They're at an advantage big time. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because imagine if you could go back and do it again. Don't you think you'd oh, be way better? I would know yes. even what to Exactly. Pass. So yes. that's how we think. So when I watch it, then there's teams. Rachel did it three. There's a couple of people yeah, who did she it did three, it three times. times. Wow. That's a huge advantage. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I'm, I know, like, I could see how you get frustrated just watching yeah. you guys. I'm like, because I get frustrated at home watching. <laughs> you yeah. know? I mean, the fact that we got, what, back-to-back seconds. I was completely flabbergasted, you know, at ourselves that we were able to do yeah. that. Yeah, like with the race teams right off the yeah, bat. I was kind of yeah, like, yeah, wow. Yeah. This I was is... like, okay, we, you know, we, we're there. It's him. He's really good. Like, he's a good partner. So. No, you both are yeah. good. Yeah, but you he's, are cool. it, yeah. he's just like, you, I feel like the girl-girl teams, it'd be hard. Like, mm-hmm. I can't imagine not having someone strong, like, physically strong to, like, what did we do so far? Uh, he's also very calm too. Well, yeah, that's what I told Jeff. I said he's calm. Victor and Nicole are going to do really good. I said because they remind me a lot, like Cody and Jess. Mm-hmm. Cody never got flustered, right. and you seem so calm, like you never get <laughs> flustered. And I go, and Jessica's smart too, and mm-hmm. you're smart. And I go, they'll figure it out. Like y'all are good together. I was like, they're going to do good teamwork together. Yeah. 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 Who, do you, who do you think? I mean, you want to keep going, Amazing Race? Because I was going to oh, transition. Yeah, sure. Who do you think is going to be the first person to, to do, do all three? Why'd you make that look? Because did you, did you get We've called? Been ta- no. Oh, no. 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 Didn't she make a face right now? No, because <laughs> we like. <laughs> 
detail what her face looked like. It was just like a grin. You know, like when the Grinch on Christmas yeah. comes out? It was like that grin. No, um, I don't think I could do Survivor because I, I do really... They wouldn't ask anyways, but I think like Vic could be good at it. I don't even know if oh, they'd ever do the it. trifecta thing, but that'd Somebody's be really gonna, cool. Cause you I know, could see Victor doing it for sure. I, you know what? You as much as I, I think I would do great and I would love it, I think Nicole would be TV gold. To be see, he like says when he did like the island like that, like when he I, did the karaoke last episode, he's like, if you would have done that, would have been TV gold because I would have just been like, Schmeet. what? Like How what is going on? Because I'm so bad at pronouncing <laughs> things, but it's like we don't have time for TV gold people. We're trying to win a million dollars, oh, right. you know. I think Amazing Race is a lot harder now, like the stuff they make y'all do. Than mm-hmm. that last leg looked really hard. It was. Really hard, especially like some teams had to catch those shrimps, so you never know. Yeah. And then go sing that song, which I was like, how, you, how long does it take you to learn so. that? You know what? I, 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 okay. I have a weird thing that I like to do when it's learn lyrics, right? And so memorizing things is, is fast. And then the fact that I kind of, you know, I speak Spanish, my first right. language. So like sounding out other stuff, it was a little bit easier. But it was just me and Colin in the room. So for so I'd say like a solid 15, 20 minutes, okay. I felt comfortable. And then uh, Eliza came in and she was yelling and stuff. Right. And so when we had three people in the room, I was like, all right, I mean, I can't even focus anymore. I just oh, got to go for it. And who do you think will be the first one? Because now that I think about it, they could put Survivor people on Big Brother and they could be the first ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. People from this last Survivor thing. I don't know. Oh, Survivor could would never you, do. Would you? Would you? Yeah. <laughs> no. Bugs. And like, I, I would just lay out by the beach. I'm serious. I would not gang. And I don't think I could. Own, hey, I but that cool. would be good if we're not gaming because I think the cameras like follow you around and then they see them follow you around and then you're suspicious. So it's like we're, their map tells them to f- find the clue or something. I'm always like, I would never find that. Somebody, no, somebody even told me that like on Survivor, uh, if you're walking looking for an idol and you're getting close – Camera just because yeah. oh, so no. they gotta they gotta get the shot when you're gonna exactly. you're digging it up or you finding it and so they like come and so yeah that's I mean so I'm, I'm just keeping that in the back of my mind. I'll do Survivor if Nicole gets asked and we could just lay out on the yeah. beach. We'll play dead. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I think Survivor <laughs> though you have to. I think that's the thing about Survivor though you gotta win. So yeah. they might actually have a better shot. Yeah, but winning. I think like you vote the strong people out first. Oh no, later because you want to win. You want them on your tribe until so they you... vote out the weak links. So we can't play dead. We no. actually have to try to win. Yeah, that'd no, be but tough. I think me, me and uh, uh, Jeff would be on the same boat of like super disappointed if we didn't, and like life crushing. <laughs> did the trifecta and did didn't it, win? And like we finally got another chance at this oh. man, and it's just like oh, God, don't even talk. To he me. tells me he goes, I would. Love, I'd love to go on Survivor, and I'm like, no, I like you having a career and a job, so stick with what you got. Yeah, but you get paid I, so much on Survivor. Do you? Like, you win a million dollars, and then I they make like the most out of any of yeah. the shows. Wow. They do, from what like I understand. A ton. At, at oh. least ten grand for just the finale. Just to show up at finale. Just to show up at finale. But then I well, think. Well, maybe, maybe I will take a little trip. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think they'd ask me because I don't know. I don't even know the rules. Like, if you I work know. for CBS, I don't know if you could be on the shows anymore. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. think you can ever be so on So I don't think. Anymore. I mean, I don't, it's not going to be me, but I'm just. Someone's eventually going to make that crossover. Yeah, it's going to be cool, whoever does it. That's yeah. like a huge accomplishment, yeah. I feel like. That's yeah. just crazy. Wait, so Jordan has an appointment we, in eight minutes, so we got to oh. wrap up. Let's. What Do you want to talk about your job now or anything? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. I. I, I, I how did, how was it 
from your uh, the CBS Interactive transitioning to your job here in Denver? Like, how did that happen? No, oh, he's just sorry. He's just grabbing he's a good. cup. I was just yeah. making sure. <laughs> he knows what's up there. <laughs> I'm like overprotective. <laughs> um, that's an interesting story, actually. It was actually really interesting. I don't know how much time you have. I'll try to be as fast as I can. I get long winded, like with these inspirational stories. But so I was working for CBS, and I don't. So I was doing that job, but I was also still auditioning. You know. Okay. So my hosting agent was William Morris. I don't mind saying that. And uh, they're like the best agent, you know, you mm-hmm. could get in California. So everyone's like, oh, you're with William Morris? You must be pretty good. They didn't send me out ever. So it's one thing to have an agent that's awesome that never sends you out. Or would you rather have an agent that people don't know and sends you out all the time? Yeah. So that's like the trick of Hollywood. People mm-hmm. are like, they walk around saying, I'm a model. I'm an agent. This is my agent. Whatever. All that doesn't mean anything to me. But the point I'm making is William Morris dropped me. So I'm trying to get a hold of my agent, and then they drop me, and they're like, listen, it's not, you know, we're just not working out. I'm like, okay, that's fine, whatever. Uh Then my print or my commercial agent, who I was with for five years out there, called me like a week later out of nowhere and goes, listen, we're going to part ways. We're not going to renew your contract. Wow. We just had Lawson. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where I was going through all the whole thing with Jordan, like postpartum. So I'm trying to be the strong one. Yeah. I just got dropped from both of my agents in the same week. And I just had a kid. So Jordan's like, what are we going to do? Is everything okay? Like, are you still working with CBS? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's coming up. But it's not, it's not going to pay all of our bills, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I was freaking out. Like, oh, my God, I got dropped both my agents. What am I going to do? Yeah. So instead of, like, curling up in a ball and, like, crying, like, what was mm-hmm. me? I'm like, I was talking to my buddies. I'm like, I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm going to get in the gym. I'm going to go to yoga. I'm going to work out twice a day. I have more time now. Mm-hmm. And I Got, I did. I lost a ton of weight. I went out and got. I talked to people, got clues on new agents, blah, blah, blah. So I ended up getting a new commercial agent, mm-hmm. went out my first time, my very first uh, audition, and I booked a national Ford ad. Oh, for that. oh wow. Boom. This was like after a couple months, though. So, you know what I mean? Of like, yeah. never give up, never quit. That's like mm-hmm. where the positivity yeah. comes back in. Booked a national Ford ad, and then I got a hosting agent, a new hosting agent who's in the valley, who I had to pay for my own parking for. I felt like Johnny <laughs> Drama. You know, I like went in there. Yeah. So second audition I went on, I booked Daily Blast Live, oh, the show wow. that I'm on now. So it was like all mental. It was all mental, you know? Like, I'm like, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to quit. This isn't the end of my career. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep pushing forward. And I, I could keep going on and on about this story, but that's just like the power of positivity, mm-hmm. in my mind anyway. But So it was a big transition. I got the job, and they called me. I remember I was driving down Wilshire. They called me and they're like, welcome to Denver. You got the job. You got to be there in like three weeks. No way. Just like uprooted. We FaceTimed. That's how we found this place. We FaceTimed with the realtor. And you know what the other weird thing is? I, I got to throw this in there too. I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. Like I pray all the time. Yeah. Believe in God. Yeah, me too. And when he was going, that was like the lowest I've seen him. Mm-hmm. But still keeping up yeah. the positivity. Because yeah. I know he was freaking out. Well, I have this. It's a prayer box. Mm-hmm. And... um and it has these little papers and a pencil you can mm-hmm. write on. And I told Jeff one night, I was like, you write what you want. I mm-hmm. write what I want. And we'll put it in there and we're not going to see anything. Yeah. And later on, this is what, like a year ago, two years ago? I tell him, I'm like, um, in that prayer box, I opened it up and read everything that we wanted to like happen. Mm-hmm. And almost everything we wrote down had happened. Aww. That's awesome. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Made your hair stand up. Yeah, yeah dude, I really believe in that stuff. Yeah. And we, I mm-hmm. try to, you know, I, obviously we slip day to day. I slip day to day. But then in the end, I try to get back to that. But it was a great transition. It was exactly what we needed mm-hmm. with, um, you know, raising a child. It's way better, I feel like, in Denver here uh-huh. to Good raise a child. Families. I never yeah. thought I'd 
say I live in Denver. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the, the show is exactly what I want. I've learned so much. I'd never even use a teleprompter because I was scared of it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to memorize everything for oh, Big wow. Brother. Like interviewing you guys, yeah. I never used that prompter. Oh. I'd memorize everything because I didn't want to be scared, like tripping. Now I do prompter every day mm-hmm. for three and a half hours a day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like it's crazy. Like the skills that I've picked up doing this job and what I've learned doing network TV and uh, the job's a dream. My cast yeah. is a dream. My executive producer is a dream. Uh, I mean, I can't be happier with yeah. my life, honestly. From where I came and then you guys bringing up those old feelings of even starting on Big Brother yeah. and now where I'm at now. It's like it is. It's a dream, and our family. Sounds corny is a dream too, you know. No, that's, that's awesome. Great, yeah. I'm I'm happy for you. We're guys. inspired. Yeah, we are. We we wanna in I don't know how many years be looking like you guys. Well, you, know? you guys are good people, and you know if you keep your head up, and mm-hmm. you know you have a gr- degree too. I think a lot of people think this is the best advice I got from my grandpa. This mm-hmm. is right after Big Brother 11. He goes, one. Reality TV is not going to pay your bills. It might pay right. for it while you're young, mm-hmm. yeah. but when you're 40, what are you going to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. And then he wrote me a letter after I won Big Brother, and he was like, I just want you to know you are not rich. Mm-hmm. Don't try to live like you're rich. Yeah. And he goes, don't go buy a rich man's car because mm-hmm. you're not. Mm-hmm. And he goes, buy something that you can afford, yeah. the maintenance on. And he goes, just know you have cushion right now and he goes but it's not going to last forever and that being 22 Mm -hmm. when you get that because at first when you get it you're like wow I got this I mean the government takes half of it but um, (laughs) uh, besides that I mean that's really you need to hear that it'd be and be like, oh, okay, yeah, that is true. Yeah, that, like, that your parents do need, or your grandpa or whoever needs to tell you that. That's what my parents told me yeah. right away. And I live as if I didn't win that yes, money. And, like, I, I bought my house. I paid off my student loans. And then that's about it. Like, sitting in the bank. So it's just like <laughs> I'm going to live like I don't have it. That's and, awesome. Uh, for our kids someday, yes. you know, like. Well, you, yeah. you guys are on your way. I mean, since I met you guys, you guys were both awesome people. The day you walked in the door from Big Brother, watching you guys on the show, you guys were both awesome people. And you could tell you're awesome people on Amazing Race right now. So you guys are totally on your way. If I have one piece of advice, I don't know if this is the business you want to pursue or if anyone's listening that wants to pursue this business, my number one piece of advice is always be good to work with. Yeah. Always yeah. be good. I'm not the most talented guy by any means anywhere on this planet. But I am one of the best and hardest working guys in this yeah. business. And I'll lay that down on the line every time. I help everyone break down. When we go shoot a piece, I'll break down with the crew. I'll go buy some beers for the crew. Work good. And I'm telling you, that gets around fast. Yeah. And if you aren't, that gets around faster. That's true. Yeah. You know? So you guys are on your way. If, you guys, if this is the career you want to take, you guys are already on your way, man. Thank you. Well, thank you guys so much. Yeah, you guys were great. Thanks this was honestly us. okay. We made it. It's been over an hour, and we like literally didn't do any segments besides talk. And this was like the easiest great. going podcast really? ever. We didn't just prepare saying. squat, and it, it just, just was that easy. Oh my gosh! Okay, thank you guys nice. so much. Everyone's gonna love us. this one. So we hope you enjoyed that. Uh, like the fun episode, the banter back and forth. <laughs> they give the best banter of all They're time. They're hilarious. I, I, I mean, it was just such a great time and I wish we had more time with them. I know Jordan had to leave, but 
it, it just they're awesome. Yeah, they're we could have awesome. talked for Ever. four hours. We, we did no segments, and we're sorry, but yeah, because and we didn't even get to questions or anything, <laughs> just because it was such an easy talk. Um, but yeah, so we're hopefully very happy that you guys enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, as we always Wait, what do, you say we're, we're hopefully, hopefully very happy. We're that- very happy. <laughs> we hope you're very happy, and that would make us happy. That you know, whatever. We'll have them and on again at some point. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> awesome. Um, so, anyways, now as we always do, we're going to tap into our reviews because you guys are so awesome and we appreciate you. And all the feedback that we get from you guys is met with a lot of love. And to repay that a little bit, we're gonna read your reviews. You know, some that we picked uh, right now. So, Nicole, take it away. Okay, so this one's called "Perfectly Relatable" by Blue Star underscore twenty five five stars. First, I liked you guys on BB and then loved you on Amazing Race. From there, I started listening to your amazing race recaps and found you both to be as grounded and down to earth as you appear on TV. Aww. So I put a pause on our both of our favorite podcasts, The Armchair Expert, <laughs> sorry, Dax, <laughs> Dax, to catch up on your earlier episodes. Though I don't know much Spanish and I haven't worn a pair of stilettos a day in my life, I found y'all totally relatable. So glad I, so glad y'all found each other. Keep it up. Much love, Ashley. Oh, thank you, Ashley. And uh, Ashley is my sister's name, actually. Yeah. So thank you. <laughs> Uh, sis. It's not your sister. <laughs> Thanks, sis. Shout out. And actually, my sister is probably listening. So, Ashley, I love you. <laughs> yeah, but your sister's real name is Ashlim. Ashlyam. Uh, yeah, my re- her real name is Ashlyam Greman Arroyo. Yeah. Uh, but, but Ashley for Ashley short. Ashley for short. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then Absolute Favorite Podcast by, I think, and don't, don't get mad at me if I say this wrong because I don't know if this is part of your last name or first name, but I think it's Kenna Easley. Five stars. I've been listening to your podcast from day one and have absolutely fell in love. I was at the live taping today in Woo! Dallas and I fell in love all over again. It was ama- It was an amazing experience and I'm so glad I could be there. Thank you so much for hosting such a wonderful event. Thanks for coming. Thank you. And guys, honestly, that was that was such an awesome thing. We it were was. so nervous. I'll be honest. We were very nervous going into it because obviously we've never done that before. Mm-hmm. But everybody was so nice and welcoming and all the teams were so like forthcoming with information yeah. and open to talk and everybody was just so active and interactive. We uh, need a name for our listeners, you know, like so we can call them okay. like our blink is the best. So if anybody, oh, what yeah. do you, what, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. Like we, our listeners are the best, but we need something else for listeners like our Coke, like our something. We got to think of something. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I We'll think about it. If you guys have a good idea for that, DM us and uh, we might start using it and we'll give you credit for it. Yeah, we will. Um, So thank you guys so much. Uh, Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, You can always listen to us here wherever you're listening or you can tell people they can listen on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, And you can always go to www.cococalientepodcast.com and you can listen there and also buy our merchandise. And one more thing too is I get a lot of questions about who does our art and she is fantastic. She's um, from like British Columbia mm-hmm. and we tag her in all the posts and her name is Laura. So if you're in, I know I get that question like daily, tons of times she's tagged in the art and then they'll go right to her profile and you can, you know, get a portrait of yourself. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. She does a really, really good job. She and does so good. That, that was like a, a, 
a blessing in disguise there trying to find what we're going to do and, and and it worked out good job actually nicole found her so props to nicole yeah but she just kills it every week yeah <laughs> i'm just like always more and more impressed and i'm like oh my gosh and she she turns them in like just on time which is perfect so it's just like there it is it's awesome. perfect and we don't need anything more <laughs> um so yeah don't don't forget rate review subscribe on itunes thank you so much we love you guys thanks find cars like these on auto trader like that car riding your tail or if you're tailgating right now all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on auto trader too are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time well multitasking pro cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on auto trader new cars used cars electric cars maybe even flying cars okay no flying cars but as soon as they get invented they'll be on auto trader just you wait auto trader